everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 365. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Wild Space. And Mako-chan is out tonight, but she will be back next week, so... Which means I'm also doubly scared for strange news from Japan. Because you know how she is. When she's, when she's out, it gets ten times more fucked up than normal. Yeah. Speaking of fucked up, what was that last track? <laughs> okay. Now, we no, I, I, okay. I, I know the secret origin of it. I'm just like, what the fuck? That's I because... looked it up on YouTube to watch later. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. A part of me still kind of wants to see if they actually could have pulled that off. But sometimes I have a theme for the pre-show. Sometimes I don't. It was just a potpourri throw together. Plus, I didn't get in until 8.30. So it was either... Do the do um playlist, eat and come back to the PC or eat playlist then PC. So I was kind of hungry, so you know food has a higher priority because you don't want me passed out in front of the um PC getting shit together. That that's no bueno. So anywho, we are live tonight, week of July tenth, two thousand eighteen. Sorry about that. Here on the VOG Network, we're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, Etchchat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. Chat room is VOG, V-O-G. You can also head on over to animejamsession.com slash network and click on an IRC link that will bring you into the chat if you have Chatzilla. You may get a pop-up asking permission. Sure, go ahead. And also on live.vognetwork.com, there's also an additional pop-up that can bring you into the chat room. Or you can also head on over to webchat.gamesurge.net. And we're also on Discord. So you can find us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. And you can come on in. Water is just fine. If you have the browser or the client, it'll bring you right on in. And you'll see chat rooms for the live shows. So definitely check them out. And I think uh, check-ins are live. Let me double-check. No, they are not. I'm going to go ahead and turn on the check-ins. So go ahead, check into the show, earn your VOG points. Sweet. And I believe that is it for right now. Uh, perfect. Um, we're going to go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Let me adjust the volume so I don't blow out anybody's ears. There we go. Ari. Uh, oh, well, let's see. Um, right, today was payday, and that mm. the holiday pay came in, which was very badly needed. Got some bills paid and whatnot. And this past Sunday, I was woken up by my microwave just relentlessly beeping. It was like, it was like four or five beeps, and I'd just go on for a minute or so. Honestly, I had used the wa- the dishwasher the night before, so I thought it was that, you know, blow- blown up on me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. 
my microwave is giving me an F3 reading, which someone had told me is like some key components on that thing is borked and it could have started a fire. And I'm like, okay, well, it's a good thing I plugged that in to stop the beeping. So now I had to essentially put it out in the trash and order a new one. Well, thankfully, uh, microwaves are kind of sort of cheap, you know, kind of sort of. I, the one I ordered is like only about 70 bucks or so. And, uh, well, I ordered it at like 5.30 this morning when my, you know, when my uh, direct deposit was already mm -hmm. in. And I figured, okay, Walmart will, you know, let me pick it up today. Said, the earliest it'll be available, 6 p.m. Like, we'll give you notice this when it's ready to be picked up. Mm-hmm. It's still not ready. I fucking hate that shit, because I've done that with Target. I'm like, okay, I'm putting it in, and two, I'm like, I put it at two, I should expect something by three. No. Mm -hmm. Still going. So, so I, I over 12 hours for me, I'm like, oh, you're right, you're fucking kidding me so i end up having to buy what i'm looking for and then when it comes in i'm just like you know what cancel the order i gotta come in pick it up and then re i'm like no no whatever I'll, i saved a couple bucks ordering online for in-store pickups so i don't care I, I don't blame you for that i mean seriously and uh oh yeah this weekend was the uh post fourth of july barbecue at uh mako's mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun I just hope my uh, food went over well. We brought, honestly, we brought way too much food. Yeah, but I don't want to come to these things empty-handed, you know? But, no, I said we brought too, way too much food. Oh. There's nothing wrong with, no one said come empty-handed. It's just that we need to cook for a family of four, not a small battalion. Uh, I've... I've been there. I've seen that done before yeah. plenty of times growing up. Um, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, I was at Don Plabos tonight, you know, getting dinner. Mm -hmm. And I just happened to have my uh, aunt and uncle and my one cousin run into me while I was eating. Ooh. No, they're, they're the, the cool ones. Oh, okay. They're really nice to see me. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, my two aunts are like nothing like my mom. So they're so like they're on your father's side of the family, or no? They're still my mom's side, but it, it's complicated. The point is, like, they're nice and pleasant and general, genuinely glad to see me, which I kind of have trouble, you know, mentally adjusting to. And my mom would not let me leave her side if she had her way. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Other than that, I'm just sitting here in a world of pain. I hope my entire body just fucking aches. It's yeah. exhausting. You'll be alright, dude. I feel you. I feel you. I hope so. Wild Spice, how was your week? How was your day? How have you been, sweet child of mine? I've been doing okay. Um, well, my week's been going okay. However, I found out today when I tried to schedule a root canal that I can't get it done for six months because my insurance won't cover it until then. Well, that sucks. So do what I did. Find a local dental school and pay like a fraction of the cost out of pocket. 
Yeah, because they were saying otherwise I'd have to pay $1,100 out of pocket to have them do it. Find a local dental school that'll do it for three. Yeah, I'll have have to see. No, I'm telling (laughs) Um, you. Like, like, crack. Uh, Professor, (laughs) I kind of screwed up. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. (laughs) See, you're talking to somebody who's done this twice. It's not that bad. I mean, yeah, they, they had trouble pulling one of my tooths out, and they had to get the professor over because my teeth were that impacted to help pull it out. And I think that shit was a fucking badge of honor, but, you know. I will tell you this. I've gotten better advice on how to deal with my teeth as opposed to going to someone in a private practice. That much I can tell you. I had one doctor tell me that by the time I hit my old age, all of my teeth are going to fall out. Because I have some type of... Per- Mild periodontal disease. I look, the professor at this dental school I went to said, "No, you are fine. Just keep up what you're doing. You don't have you don't have to worry about that." Okay. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. But aside from that, mm-hmm. um, we had our we had our first staff meeting for ShikariCon in person, and we did our little venue walk. So yay! That's fun. Um, I have to go ahead and book our hotel rooms for that. So that's gonna be fun. Sweet. Yes. So is that it? Yep, that's it. Yeah, not not a lot really going on right now. Otakon's coming, but mm. I have another con before that. So. I, I I no, not me. That's what needs to be said. No, not me. Okay. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. Like Ari said at the beginning of the show, um. We were at Mako's place for for the post Fourth of July barbecue, which was fun, and yeah, we had a lot of food. She has at least a week and a half of leftovers to deal with. Whoops. Um, see what else is going on. Um, because of chaos at work and stuff, you know, working over long hours and stuff, my laundry is piling up, so I have to leave work early tomorrow so I can get it all done because the time that the laundromat closes. Uh, let's see what else is there. I've been playing more Nia Automata. It's a great game. I'm enjoying that. Um, that's the only thing I can really think of off the top of my head, um, except that I think I may have to replace the microphone soon, but I don't know when. And I'm also looking for a new air conditioner. But don't get me wrong. My current air conditioner is great. I love it. But it's huge. And the way my window is, it will not sit properly in the window because of how it's janked up in there. So I might have to get some WD-40 or something. Or try to find a low-profile air conditioner. And evidently, they don't make those anymore. And I'm seeing, like, exuberant amount of prices for one. And I'm like, uh, that's okay. Uh, that's... Christ. Why do they stop making low-profile air conditioners? That shit's ridiculous. Anyhow. Anywho. Yeah, that's why we that's why the show the pre-show and everything ran late because I was running late at I was late getting out of work taking care of some stuff. But um It's the one thing where you get where you have all the information together to get the job done as opposed to contacting multiple people to get the job done. So, you know. We've all been there. So, enough about that. We're going to go ahead. We're going to take our first break. And when we get back, 
we're going to talk about some news and news. And I think that's it. So let me go ahead and hit this here and we'll be back. Wait, hold up. There we go. I almost said it set for auto repeating, so that's no bueno. Alright, so we'll be back.
Gracias. a little old school kind of throw it back I was trying to find something a little bit before that time but you know I was kind of racing against the clock to get things together so at least somebody was a little happy I played that song right right yes yes I was <laughs> I was singing along in the background I love this show with, with your hairbrush as your microphone no <laughs> curling iron no, no microphone. I don't need no microphone. Then you're not doing it right. <laughs> Christ. Okay. Um, let me go ahead and start off with tonight's topic, uh, tonight's article. Now, we already know about Pokemon Go, and there is the Pokemon anime. Now, for some of you who don't know, most of Pokemon Go is based off of a game called Ingress. And it's gotten quite popular to the point where it's going to have its own anime. And we talked about this some time back. But now we have an update. It seems that the website for it, it has revealed the main cast, the story, and a key visual this past Sunday, which I think is pretty cool. I'm definitely going to have to watch this. What is also revealed is that the show will stream worldwide on Netflix. The anime will also air on Fuji TV's new Plus Ultra. Really? Really? Plus Ultra programming block starting in October. The show will air in Japan on Kansai Television Corporation, Tokai Television, Television Nishinippon Corporation, Hokkaido Cultural Broadcasting, and BS Fuji. So, on the, on the English website, the story goes like this. Since he was little, Makoto had a strange power which enabled him to read memories of objects he touched. Hiding his uncontrollable power, he works as a special agent in the police force. One day, while investigating an explosion at a laboratory that researches an unknown substance called XM, he sees a mysterious memory. The memory was from Sarah's ring, who was a sole survivor of the accident. It was a sight of a person being swallowed into a red light and disappearing. Makoto becomes embroiled in a massive conspiracy. The battle for XM, a material that can affect human mind, starts now. Very interesting. Now, if I'm looking at the looking at the cast here. Um... Makoto looks like Spike from Cowboy Bebop in a cleaner suit. He does, he does. I'm looking at... I'm looking at this here. One of the voices say is very familiar, and I knew it, because if I didn't know who this is, a friend of mine would beat me senseless with a stick. Um, one of the voices on, the new, on this new anime is Megumi Ugata. <laughs> she will be playing Artificial Intelligence ADA. And if that voice sounds familiar to... The name sounds familiar to you, that is because she is the voice of Haruka Tenno and Sailor Moon, the original classic series, that is. 
So I think that's really cool. For those who don't know, Niantic launched a game back in 2012, and the company revealed a sequel game called Ingress Prime this past December. Uh, and it's supposed to come out later this year. Yuhei, uh, what is it? I'm oh, sorry. Yuhei Sakuragi, who worked on The Relative Worlds, is directing the anime at Craftar with assistant director with Yoshinari Irikawa, along with Soki Tsukishima, who worked on Final Fantasy Type Zero Change the World novels, along with Torus Tsukishima, who is writing the scripts. Hirohiro Kawai is composing the music he worked on, um, the Relative Worlds, Phantom of the Kill Zero, Karuna Hangyaku. Takeshi Honda is working on the character designs he worked on, Blue Sub 6, that we all know, and Millennium Actress. Atashi Furukawa is the CGI director, along with Hiroshi Kato and Hirofumi Sakagami, who are doing art direction, with assistance by Homi Ara. Masashi Miyaoka is serving as the modeling director. Maru Kobayashi is the animation director, along with Tatsuya Nomura as director of photography. So far, this game has inspired several manga adaptations, so that's going to be pretty cool. Alright, um, Ari, what's going on with Sapporo? Oh, let's see. Uh, the city of Sapporo in Hokkaido recently apologized to Roberto's oversized manga creator Ryoko Ikeda's Ikeda Ryoko Ryoko Production Company after its month, monthly pamphlet used content inspired by the famous series without consent. The June issue Whoops. of the city's Koho Sapporo pamphlet included a six-page public manners feature that used characters based on Rose of Versailles, Oscar Francois de Jarrier and Marie Antoinette. Probably butchered that guy's third name badly. <laughs> You'll be alright. <clears throat> In the issue, Marie Antoinette appears as Manor Shira Antoinette, a name that incorporates Japanese for Don't Know Manners. Oscar appears as Ashkar, which is a reference to the Japanese word for to scold. In the pamphlet's feature story, Ashkar tells Manor Shira Antoinette about how to use pro probably use bicycles in the subway in public, as well as how to throw away trash. Sapporo apologized to Akita's company and personally issued an apology in the pamphlet's July edition. A representative of the city's public relations department said we didn't think that individual characters would be an infringement, but it was a representation that invited misunderstanding. Ikeda Ryoko Production had issued a complaint to Sapporo on June 6th, and the city responded to the company the next day. <sighs> Let's not kid ourselves. If this happened in here, there would be all sorts of copyright infringement suits going on. Well, I mean, some, well, there was at one time, um, there's this brewery company. They did Dilly Dilly Beer or something like that. And we all know Bud Light has that whole Dilly Dilly thing. They actually sent a squire to their to their company with the the, the sound off with a C and D. Wow. Yeah, you can look that up. <laughs> Incredible. And our, back in our chat room at live.bognetwork.com. Bob Coffey lets us know that Megumi Ugata also voiced Shinji Akari in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh boy. Anywho, now back on the road to idleness. Wild Spice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't 
Don't so. gently smack you, child. <laughs> so, Love Live Sunshine film unveils teaser, Italy setting, logo, visual. That is pretty sweet. I need to watch this. I haven't watched it yet. But the Saturday concert of Love Live Sunshine, of course, third Love Live tour, Wonderful Stories, at Fukuoka unveiled a teaser trailer for the Love Live Sunshine, the school idol movie Over the Rainbow film. The trailer teases the Italian setting, logo, and the first visual featuring Chica for the film. So, kind of interested why Italy. <laughs> Wait, isn't Mari like half Italian or she half or half Irish? I don't remember. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I forget. I mean, Google I, it. <laughs> well, you know what it is? By the time I Google... There we go. By the time I end up Googling it, somebody in the chat room would have it. And, um... Bob Coffee beats us to it. Mari is half Italian. Well, well, that explains it. There you go. <laughs> Wonderful family vacation. We don't know. Um, what a big old what a big old pot of stew shine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, bellissimo! <laughs> the franchise's website. God damn it, with... Wild Spice. <laughs> The franchisee's website lists the theater that plans to show the film. While supplies last, the theater will begin selling the first batch of advanced movie ticket cards with a bonus clear file folder on July 29th. Love Live Sunshine, the school idol movie Over the Rainbow, will open on January 4th, 2019. It'll be an all-new work as opposed to a compilation or recap film. Yay! And, of course, the fir- the Love Life Sunshine project was first announced in February 2015. The anime premiered in July 2016. And there you go. So that's exciting. We're getting a movie, so yay. Which reminds me, I'm actually going to check the price of Love Life Sunshine on Amazon. Because I think it's right about time for me to catch it to see what the prices are going for. And, okay. 50 bucks for season one? I'll take it not picking it up now but that works so i'm laughing at the fact that on this on the web page it has the um it has chica she has an italian flag in her hair <laughs> like oh man of course she would of course that's interesting though but you know clearly we're gonna have a mari field feels trip here maybe i don't know yeah that's going to be interesting yeah. Looks good. I'm looking at it on Amazon. Love Life Sunshine Aqua's first Love Live Step 021 Blu-ray Memorial Box. $179.99. What a bargain. Zero to one's actually my favorite song there, so haha. <laughs> that wait, that was also a song? Yeah, there's um songs called Step Zero to One. I totally forgot. <laughs> did, did, but did you go see Wonderful Stories? No. Guess what? What? Neither did I. <laughs> I wanted to go. I wanted to go to the theater, but I was like, by the time I would have gotten there, because I would have had to go to Jersey to see it, where the live before or when they did the um, Hakadate Carnival, they did it in Philly because they were testing Philly. But yeah, by I- the time I would have gone in Jersey, I was like, <laughs> so far away. <laughs> Mako feels that for, for specials as well, but you know. It, it, the thing is, it, it snuck up on me. It really did. Because if yeah. I was going to go, I would have pat, I would have worn, I probably would have worn something Love Live-ish 
probably my hoodie. And mind you, it's 80 degrees out. I would have had the camera and all. I had just been like falling behind on. I'm like, no, I I need to take a break. I really yeah. need to take a break. And I'm looking at this box set of 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 swag, and I'm like, should I contact eight other people to chip in on this? Mm. Eh, maybe we'll see. Who knows? But I do. Know Bob, hmm? Bob Coffee saying that uh. They were announced too close to AX, and why take time off for a DV when you're going to the real thing? <laughs> Just rub it in more. <laughs> well, you have to understand, Bob Coffee lives out there, so... Mind what? you, that mother motherfucker got a VIP ticket. He was in the front row, okay? Homeboy got the meet and greet, all right? I'm a little jelly. jelly. Respectable, but a little jelly. Oh, yeah. So jelly. Wait, Mar- they don't come out our side of the co- they don't come out our side of the country so because east coast con- <laughs> because east coast conventions are cheap yeah exactly. i tell you this now if they announce awkward at anime nyc you are going to hear me scream bloody murder and take out half of staten island <laughs> because i will be-, well, it'll be staten island so no one will care exactly it's just that i'll be at aac Harsh. that weekend i'm just be like god fucking damn it you know i'll be at anime myc mm. her nationality is an is italian american japanese she's a blender she's a mutt yeah mari with thick it's th- a joke. With thick thighs, and I'm okay with that. I think she probably gets that from the Amer- from her American genes. Extra thick. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 no. That's nose of me. That's nose of me. Uh... What? That's what I thought. Yes, it is. And I know like nothing about. Love live, so I'm just sitting here like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You might like Love Live, you know, but it's tried like... to like, watch like an episode or two with you. I think couldn't get into it. Hey, to each his own, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But um, how about we get into more monthly stuff? Go. Okay. Uh, let's see. The official Twitter account for Otakon announced on Friday <clears throat> that anime director Shoji Kawamori will be a guest at this year's event. Kawamori is perhaps most famous for being part of the creative playing for the Super Dimension Fortress Macross anime series. He designed the most franchise, most of the franchise's iconic transforming variable fighter mecha and oversaw most of the main installments in the franchise, including the latest, Macross Delta. He studied at Keio University with Macros character designer Haruhiko Mikamoto and screenwriter Hiroshi Onogi. <clears throat> Kawamori also created the Aquarion, AKB0048, and Arjuna series, and most recently was chief director on the Jushin's, on Jushin, Jushinki Pandor. He has contributed with me- mechanical design that worked to Padalabor the movie, Padalabor 2 the movie, Erika 7, Outlaw Star, Ghost in the Shell, and more. He is credited with the original creation of The Vision of Escaflone, Basquatch, and Nobunaga the Fool. He has worked in anime production as the director, screenwriter, mechanical designer, and storyboarder. 
Outside of anime, he designed one of Sodi's Iba robot dog variants and contributed to the design of Takahara's Diaclone car robot toys, which eventually became Optimus Prime, Prowl, Ironhide, and, and other Transformers. I kind so, This is a pretty big guess, then. I kind of want get, to get on the line to have him sign my Outlaw Star box set. Kinda. I'm just saying... And that because it comes with the because I had the collected edition comes with the art book so I'm like I kind of want to probably have to get in line the night before. <sighs> Who are you kidding? I don't think you'll be able to just flash your press pass and walk. No 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 I, I no nope 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 that's okay I don't no. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, the only person I'm going to see again is Sherry Lay. Even though I did see her at um, Burrowcon. She'll be at Otakon, and I have two more Venus figurines I want signed. My figure arts Venus and figure arts Sailor V. So. I've noticed a pattern with you. Hmm. Yeah. Are you now just noticing the pattern? I was being sarcastic. And to answer uh, Bob Coffey's question... Why the Macross music? Well, the guest that we just talked about, uh, the uh, Shoji Kawamori, did work on Macross, so it does kind of fit. That and I don't, I have very little Escalphone music, so, and I've played Outlaw. I have, I have very little Outlaw Star music too, so that's why. Okay, now it's time to get to the fun part. And I, and I have to um, pester my commissioner about my cosplay. Make sure that it's in the mail because I I can't I can't wait to wear this. So, and if you know this theme right now, you should pose with me because Viz has picked up JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Diamond is unbreakable. The and they have also picked up. Um, Part 5, Vento Ariel, better known as Golden Wind. This was announced at AX last Friday that they have picked up um, the manga as well, which is pretty cool. And they're also going to bring us the live-action the theatrical film, and I cannot wait for that. And what's going to happen is, and also on top of that, they have revealed um, the voice for uh, Josuke Higashikata, who is Billy Kemp's. Or Kemets. And I'm going to check out what he's... And he's done some interesting stuff. Um, he's, a, he's a new guy. So that's pretty cool. He's new to this. Um, he's worked on Fate Stay Extra. Okay. That's cool. Sometimes it happens. Someone new to the business ends up landing an amazing role like that. And they're just set for stardom. That's really cool. For those of you who don't know, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable is part four of the JoJo Bizarre Adventure series. This takes place in Morayo, which is located in S-City in M Prefecture of Japan, and it follows the misadventures of Josuke and his friends as they are involved in a series of bizarre incidents in the town. And this takes place about ten years after um, part three Stardust Crusaders. It, it'll be, the manga, the anime series had 39 episodes and it aired from April to December of 2016. Crunchyroll streamed the series as it aired in Japan, which is cool. 
Viz is releasing the manga in North America, and they have released up to part three of Stardust Crusaders. The live-action film, which is directed directed by Takashi Miike, it had it had its world premiere at the Neuchâtel International Fantastic Film Festival or NIF in Switzerland of July of last year. And it won the RTS Audience Award, and it opened up in Japan last August, and it ranked number five on its opening weekend. And from my understanding, there's going to be a couple of more JoJo films based on part four, so looking forward to that. Now, moving along to part five, Vento Areo, or as they're calling it, um, Golden Wind, this picks up kind of right where it left where part four left off at it begins when Jotaro asks Koichi to travel to Naples to investigate a person known as Haruno Shiobana whose real name is later revealed as Giorno Giovanna and it the story goes that Giorno is working on trying to get to the top of the Passione Mafia group and turn it into a band of honorable thieves and you also find out that Dio is still alive and as his father and all this other crazy shit so you know extra posing extra interesting and what was in, what was also double interesting is that episode one was premiered in uh, not just in Japan but also at Anime Expo this past weekend it was a simultaneous screening at Japan Expo in Paris as well that's pretty cool uh, let's see who else we got here technical stuff good stuff uh, Yasuhiro Kimura and Hiria Takashi will direct the series at David Production. They worked on uh, Three Leaves, Three Colors, Keijo, and Anonymous Noise. Naokatsu Suda it will be the chief director. Yasuka Kobayashi is returning from the prior series to work on the composition, and most of the staff will be returning as well. Takahiro Kishida is drawing the character designs. He worked on Serial Experience Lane, Bakanan Haikyuu. Shunichi Ishimoto is the director. Uh, Takahiro Karayama is work is credited for stand design and action animation director. And here's something interesting. There was there is a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Five fighting game for PlayStation Two. Now, it didn't come to the states because they couldn't get permission from uh, Princess Estate for you know for the names because one of the stands is called golden experience and that's one of prince's songs so and i probably believe maybe half of the time they were working on this was getting all the licensing and stuff because you know all the stands are named after music artists and bands and so forth and uh, and the fact that viz has a working relationship with warner brothers for distribution that probably worked in their favor as well And Ari, what did you post? Oh, summary of JoJo in a nutshell. Um, if it's what I think it is, you're not wrong. And I'm looking at it. You're not wrong. <laughs> he constant references to Dio as a pasty ass man. Mm, basically. <sighs> Anyhow. Back to the news. We got a lot of news that coming out of AX, given as a trade show and all, and I'm not surprised by that either. So, Wild Spice, what's going on with Gundam? 
All right. So, Sunrise Streams live action Gundam films announcement video. We getting live action Gundam. Well, that's well. You know, we got enough of um. What's that other live action? Me- what's that other mecha film? I can't remember off the top of my head. That other live action films? Gundam mecha film. The <laughs> other awesome mecha film that Del Toro did. I I can't remember it off the top. Pacific of my head. Rim. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. All right, so the Gundam.info portal website began streaming a video on Friday that recaps the Sunrise panel where Sunrise and Legendary announced a live-action Hollywood Gundam film on Thursday. The video includes the announcement video for the film. Sunrise president and CEO Yasuo Miyakawa announced on Thursday that Sunrise is collaborating with Legendary Pictures on the film. Both Legendary and Sunrise are collaborating on the scenario. And let's see here. So Legendary's executive vice president of production, Kale Boyder, and Bandai Namco Holdings president and representative, Mitsuaki Taguchi, appeared at the event. Robert Napton, former Bandai Entertainment director of marketing, and Legendary Comics' current senior vice president of publishing, moderated the panel segment about the live-action film project. The Gundam franchise's new work unveiling event in April had listed a tentatively titled Mobile Suit Gundam UC2 project that would have would have an overseas drama format. The listing said the project takes place in Universal Calendar 0104 and would launch in 2022. After showing the listing at the April event, the Sunrise Studios MC and one of the event's guests, Gundam Unicorn novelist Harutoshi Fukui, quickly told the audience to pretend you didn't see that visual. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and as um, Bob Coffee said in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, live action Gundam already happened. It was a Canadian Japanese production called G Savior. Well, shit. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> well, I I'm looking for. Let's see how. Let's see how it is. So. It'll either be really good or it'll be really bad. Mm. There's when it comes to adaptations, there is no in between. But you gotta remember, this is not an American adaptation. No, Amer- it's a joint venture. And I think since two thirds of the people behind it are Japanese, I don't think there's. I think there's very little room for fucking it up. <sighs> All right. We have more announcements coming down the pipe. Ari, what's going on over at Netflix? Uh, they've announced the premiere dates for four anime titles during its Anime Expo panel on Thursday. They got uh, Godzilla sitting on the edge of battle for July 18th. Kenken Ashura sometime in 2019. Dragon Pilot September th- 2001st. Uh, th- September 21st. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is the matter with me? Long night, dude. Uh, yeah, Cannon Busters, March 1st, 2019, and Season 2 of Castlevania on October 26th. Finally, the, yeah. I- the irony that it's going to be it's around Halloween and Wild Spice, if you don't see me walking around on the con floor, you know where to, you know where I'll be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see. Godzilla is the second film in the, its trilogy, opening in Japan on May 18th and ranked at number 8 in its opening weekend at the box office. The third and final film in the trilogy is called Godzilla Hoshi Wo Kumono, Star Reader, and it'll open on Japan in November. 
Godzilla Planet of the Monsters is the first film opened in Japan in Japan last November. And Netflix began streaming worldwide on January 17th. <clears throat> oh, wow, there's a lot of shit to digest here. Yup. Let's see. Anime Expo is hosting the world premiere of the anime Yabako San- Sandrovitz Kengan Ashramango on Saturday. The event will also host director Seiji Kishi, pro- producer Yuji Higa, story editor Makoto Uezu, and composer Yashuharu Takanashi. The creators will also host autograph sessions their staff experiences collaboration with Pony Canyon. Let's see. Uh, Dragon Pilot premiered on April 12th on Tokyo MX, BS Fuji, and Gifu Broadcasting, and it's set to, set to stream on Netflix as it is. Uh, here we go. Um, <clears throat> Manga Entertainment, Nada Holdings, and Anime Studios Sate Light is producing LaShawn Thompson, like Thomas's Cannonbusters anime series which is going to get 12 episodes. Uh, Thomas is directing and serving as an executive producer for the series. He's also writing the scripts along with Natasha, Natasha Allegri for Being Poppycat, and Tool for The Witcher, and <clears throat> Nyla Magruder, MFK. And uh, Matt Wayne is serving as story editor. And let's see, where is it? Where is, where is. Uh, Warren Ellis, the writer and producer of the Castlevania animated series, previously said in January that the eight, Eight-episode second season was slated for summer. Uh, the first four-episode season premiered worldwide on Netflix on July 2017. Uh, voice actor Richter, Richard Armitage, who plays Trevor, told Media News that season three is already in the works. But here's the thing. We have already knew about a season three for God knows how long. We just didn't know when the fuck season two was coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to this because, like, have you played? I, I'm gonna guess you have played uh, the the NES Castlevania games. Yeah, I had Castlevania three. Good game, one of my favorites in the mm-hmm. series. For, uh, but um, yeah, the only the only one of uh, Trevor's companions they haven't you know shown so far is Grant Dynasty, the mm-hmm. uh, wall climbing pirate, and. And I'm looking forward to how, how they uh, handle him because, although the, you don't reflect it in the game, canonically, all four of the, like, all three of Trevor's companions were backing him up when uh, he fought Dracula in that game. Interesting. That's how the story goes, anyway. All right, well. It'll be fun to see. I, I certainly can't wait. Now, wrapping things back up with more um, idleness, we talked about this sometime back about things with Love Live uh, manhole covers. Wild Spice, we have an update. Can you tell us what the hell? All right. So, two teen boys were arrested in Japan for vandalizing Love Live anime manhole covers. No. Why would you vandalize them? Anyway. Um, hey, 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 hey. This is neither n- neither not the time nor the place for that. <laughs> They're being polite oh, when they say vandalize. <clears throat> <laughs> a little over a month ago, two teenage boys set out on a lengthy journey chasing their dream. 
Okay. One was a 17-year-old from the city of Kasukabe in Saitama Prefecture, while the other was a 16-year-old from Tokyo's Narima Ward. And their destination was the coastal town of Numazu in Shiozoka Prefecture. That sounds like a touching tale of friendship, and it sort of is. Unfortunately, the dream they shared was a dream of vandalizing Namazu's Love Live anime-themed manhole covers. For those unfamiliar with Japanese geography, it's roughly 93 miles from Kazukabe to Namazu, requiring a train ride of more than three hours. Still, they were determined to go and vandalize these manhole covers. They did achieve their goal, which was they were scratching an undisclosed number of the nine manhole covers with a metal tool. The crime occurred on May 27th, less than 10 days after the covers, which were paid for through a crowdfunding project, had been initially installed. The boys also decided to film themselves in the act, with one holding the camera while the other did the damage, later uploading the video to a Japanese social media service. Unfortunately for them, it wasn't just fans of Love Live's rival series, The Idol Master, who watched the video, though. Among mm. its viewers were investigators from the Shiozoka Prefectural Police's Juvenile and Cybercrime section, who were able to determine the boys' identities and arrested them both on July 2nd. Wow. Criminal <laughs> um, masterminds, these are. <laughs> yeah, let me commit my crime and throw it on social media. Totally makes sense. Um, they've been described by the authorities as fans of Love Live, which suggests they targeted the manhole covers with specific characters they disliked or feel are inferior to their favorites. So they don't like none of them because they vandalized all nine of them. So um, fanboys. Um, they are accused of property damage, though an exact date of arraignment's yet to be set, as they're still investigating whether the boys had additional accomplices. No comment has been made regarding whether or not they're also suspected of being behind the painting over of a number of the anime manhole covers, which occurred on June 6th. Following the various cases of vandalism, Namazu has replaced the Love Live Sunshine covers with regular plain versions. The city says it hopes to reinstall the anime covers as soon as possible, but currently they don't have a time frame for doing so. As for the boys... Taking a 300-kilometer round trip just to get arrested for anime vandalism is a special combination of stupid and immature, and sort of makes one wonder if they'll be ready to become legal adults at 18 under Japanese new law. <sighs> I guess someone ha didn't had. I guess someone ate their stupid flakes this morning. You know. I just don't, like, yeah, let me, I never understood that. It's like, yeah, let me do something that's silly against the law and let me throw it on social media. Let me advertise what I'm doing. Like, that's just really smart. Uh. <sighs> to register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase SPRUCE. I mean, what they did is no different from what some criminals do here. They do stupid shit and post it on Facebook, and then, you know, it's like World Star, and then you wait about a week. You wait not even a week sometimes. They're, they're caught and busted, you know? They want their five minutes of fame. Hell yeah. And they'll be doing five to 15 by, get, by getting pounded in the arse. <laughs> Yay, jail. Basically. All right. Now that we got that out the way, 
it's time for the part of the show that y'all love more than anything else. Strange news from Japan. Brace yourselves. <laughs> from what I'm seeing here, it doesn't seem to be as bad, but I'm still kind of worried. So I'm going to go and take the first story. I'll take the second one. Damn it. <laughs> you should have spoke first. I was about to, but Ari beat me. It's all right. You okay. should have said something before I did. You know the rules of the game. <laughs> oh, well, let's go. I just love the fact that we didn't even reveal. We haven't even revealed what these stories are, even though, unless you follow our summaries, but still. It seems that all Japan Railway Tokyo trains are going to get security cameras starting now. This decision comes following the Shinkansen slashing and will also curb train groping. Just under a month ago, a man traveling on the Shinkansen bullet train running between Tokyo and Osaka began attacking passengers with a knife, injuring two women and killing one man who, who tried to protect him. Now, East Japan Railway, better known as JR East, has announced it will be installing security cameras on all trains as it operates in and around the Tokyo area. In addition to Shinkansen, JR East operates some of the most heavily trafficked trained lines in the country, including the Yamanote Loop Line, which runs around central Tokyo. While the design of the country's newest trains have included onboard security cameras, only a portion of its older rolling stock has had the devices. Last week, though, JR East announced that that's going to change. Under its new policy, all cars on all Tokyo area trains will have security cameras with eight devices on each standard train car and two per car on the Shinkansen and other special express trains with additional cameras in between the car connection areas. Wow. The undertaking will add cameras to roughly 8,500 cars with additions to standard trains starting this summer. Older model Shinkansens will begin getting theirs this winter. While the timing of the announcement suggests that the Shinkansen slashing incident was a major impetus, the move towards increased monitoring may also prove helpful in deterring nonviolent crimes as well. For years, part of the problem in the anti-Chikan train groper measures, well, yeah, have been, measures have been hopping off at the next stop and disappearing into the crowd have given them an easy escape. Hopefully, the potential presence of video evidence will serve as a deterrent, or for the very least, an effective means by which the authorities can identify, track down, and prosecute offenders. Alright. Kind of legitimately, legitimately surprised that their subway trains didn't have security cameras on them. Hmm. <clears throat> pardon me. You're pardoned. Alright, who uh, go for it. Awesome life-size anime figure display exhibition opens in Tokyo this month. If gigantic anime figures are your idea of fine art from Japan, you won't want to miss this free event in Akihabara. If you're an anime fan, idol, <clears throat> odds are you want a figure of your favorite character decorating your home. And if you're a really big fan, you want a really big figure. I don't know. So in recent years, the taco culture boom showing no signs of slowing down, Japanese companies like FigureX have started producing life-size figures of popular characters. But once you get past a certain point of figure stops feeling like a figure and starts feeling like a statue so wouldn't it make sense to 
display them for the public just like museums do with fine art sculptures. Uh, figures agrees, which is why later this month I'll be holding an exhibition of its life-size figures in Tokyo. Rather than the art museums of the Ueno neighborhood, the event will take place in Utakameku Ayabara's Radio Kaikan, one of the district's most venerable venues for anime figure display and shopping. Uh, they have yet to announce which exactly figures they will be on display, but this life-size Kunoneku Rurigoku from My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute. God, I get just saying that. Mm. Seems like a shoo-in considering the pre-orders for the 54.7-inch statue start in just June. Only 10 years will be produced, price about 1.48 million yen, or about 14, $14,000. Thereabouts. Among the other display candidates are Colorful Mids, Rem and Ram from ReZero, Start Life in Another World, 149-150 centimeters tall, respectively. Uh, let's see. They have one, one more from My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute. <clears throat> Ayase Aragaki, who went 160, who went at 162 centimeters tall, is tall even by life-size anime girl figure standards. Uh, vocaloid Yukari Yuzuki has gotten a life-size treatment twice, once in kimono-style waitress garb and once dressed as a policewoman. And the kimono version has a speaker so you can hear her, her virtual idol voice. Um, there's also a Ichimatsu Matsuno of Osamatsu-san and his an anthropomorphized electric razor Izumi Matsumoto. I'm sorry, what? Uh, I, I, I don't know. And pint-sized Kanakamui from Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid and Renge Miyauchi of Nun Nun Biari, both 125 centimeters tall. Let's see, the figure exhibition is scheduled to take place in Akihabara Radio Kaikon from July 28th to 30th, and admission is free. It's your best chance to see so many life-size anime figures in the same space, unless you happen to be friends with this guy who buys a whole lot of them. Well, now, I mean, most of us have sort of like minifigure display exhibitions in our own house. I mean, fuck, I got a display case, but damn. So, sorry, my brain kind of uh, stalled out when I heard, when I read anthropomorphized electric razors, so. <sighs> That's all I gotta say is, eh. I mean, I wouldn't mind from Reezer. I wouldn't mind the Rem figure. Just saying, but I would not want. I don't think I could deal with a life size. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I could. Okay, Wild Spice. It's all you. Yup. So, the notorious Uncle Nipples is being held in connection with recent nipple rubbing incident. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Former you, internet. You can go after Mako chan about this starting next week. Oh my god. Former internet meme returns to the spotlight and appears as fond of his own Ariel as ever. 
Uncle Nipples, or Jakubi Oji-san, was a circa 2013 internet celebrity for all the wrong reasons. On various trains throughout the Kansai region, this middle-aged man sporting glasses, a mullet, a stoic expression, his sheer undershirt, and top with easy access to the chest, was frequently spotted going to town on his own two teeth while staring at women sitting across from him. And there's a musical montage of him anyway it's an unfortunate- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well we're not watching that now um it's an unfortunate habit to have when general disgust with male nipples in japan is at an all-time high why um, is it that mullet is the least disturbing part about this guy's look <laughs> japan um for the most part he seems harmless if not extremely unsettling and repulsive However, in 2016, Uncle Nipples decided to take things a step too far. After one nipple rubbing session aboard a Kintetsu Kyoto line train, Uncle Nipples stood up in front of his victim and pulled his genitals out of his pants. That was enough for the authorities to finally take action and arrest him. He initially told police he was a clerk at a supermarket, but it was quickly discovered that he had worked for the Rito Municipal Government in Shiga Prefecture. Uncle Nipples admitted to the charges, saying that he was dealing with sexual desire and stress. He was fined an undisclosed amount for the incident. Um, For the next few years, things were rather quiet on Uncle Nipples' front. However, on February 18th of this year, two women aboard the Kyoto line between Yamadagawa and Takanahara stations came face to face with a man rubbing his nipples. Suddenly, the man got up and began moving closer to the pair. Considering the past arrest, the women wisely got off the train and alerted the police. By the time they made their report, the train was long gone, taking the suspect with it. Nevertheless, a subsequent investigation led police to the doorstep of Uncle Nipples on July 4th, where they arrested him for lewd behavior. Readers of the news were understandably not shocked by it. Given the uniqueness of the act and the location it occurred, this certainly does appear to be the handiwork of Uncle Nipples. However, one detail is as conspicuous as a man's nipple in a cheap dress shirt. The reports have said this latest incident involved the man exposing his chest and then playing with his nipples. This goes against Uncle Nipples' traditional M.O. of fondling himself beneath a thin white undershirt and suggests the possibility of a copycat in play. If so, the Why? authorities... <laughs> You're right. If so, the authorities may have to enlist the help of Uncle Nipples' a la Hannibal Lecter to reach the mind of a serial chest fondler. And finally, the silence of the man-mams. Japan, Asia's Florida. Pretty much. For 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 the record, I think this is this was the hidden gem that Mako-chan had. This really was. And while that while you're talking about that, there was one particular song that kept running through my head. So because it kind of made sense. Oh my goodness. What? Ah. It makes sense! Nah. 
I <laughs> just like Mr. Nipple. <laughs> like Uncle Nipple. Like what? <laughs> Uncle Nipples. <laughs> well, that's not even fun to say. <laughs> I think Mako Chan broke Wild Spice. Ladies and gentlemen, Uncle Nipples. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired, Chop. No, no, no. She broke you. <laughs> while oh, we God. drag Mako, while we drag Wild Spice off and get her back to normal, we're gonna take our last break of the night and try to get out of here one way or another. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be back.
despite starting late, we did finish up on time. I was actually worried I had too many articles for tonight's show, but we did good, so, you know, hey. So, thank you for listening to our show tonight, thank you for supporting us. If you have any questions about the podcast, ideas, thoughts, you know, follow-up and questions or anything like that, you can drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post links to our cool stuff. You'll find our podcast there, links to our photo galleries, our videos on YouTube. You'll find our anime reviews, our convention reviews, cosplay tips and tutorials, editorials, our thoughts, so much more. You'll find all of that at animejamsession.com. And don't forget, our podcast is available on many aggregated sites. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the Vogue Network forums. And on a lot of these sites, you have you can leave like a five-star review or thoughts. So if you can, leave us a review. We want to know what you think. And don't forget to follow us on social media. YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I just have to say to everyone who follows us on our social sites, thank you so much for your for your love and support. We really couldn't do the show without y'all. Seriously, we couldn't do it. Um, let's see, we're gonna go around the room. Last words, Ari. <clears throat> I'm still in pain. I'm still very tired, and my microwave has not been processed yet. Lazy sacks of shit. Last words, Wild Spice. Send good vibes for my tooth that I figured that situation out. For a second, I thought you were going to say send news. I was like, wait, what? No, send yeah, good vibes for that. my Thank tooth. You. <laughs> no, no, don't let Uncle Nipple live on. <laughs> you might want to pull your window shade down. Oh, God. That is it. End of list. Oh, wait. My last words. I almost canceled the show tonight because my friend, my also voice acting friend, Lisa Ortiz, was doing a, a one-woman show tonight. And I went to her last one, and it was great. So I hope I, I'm able to catch the next one. Um, play more near Automata. And I got to pull some clips from last night's podcast I did with some other friends. Oh, my God. We went to town on Momo-kun. That's all you need to know. And that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Um, we'll be doing new episodes. I think we'll be. I think we'll be skipping a week in October because Mako-chan will be on vacation. But I think uh, something like that. We'll figure as time gets closer. So that's it. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Wild Space. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Okay. Say goodnight, Wild Spice. Goodnight, Wild Spice. Finally, someone gets it. That's it. We're out of here. Night. Bye. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. 
The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!